What's up, everybody? Welcome to From Our 20s. My name is Brandon, and I'm joined here with my buddy Casey, and we're just going to hop right into it. Yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about college and a little bit of our experiences with just, you know, our college experience at Liberty University and some some takeaways we have from that. Um, I guess just to start, I guess we'd like to briefly reiterate what we said last episode, like the whole purpose of our, our podcast is, is really that we think, you know, right after college, we seem to be asking a lot of questions without very many answers, and we're just not sure how to navigate and find our way into adulthood. So our goal is to just share our experiences and talk about real topics uh, that people our age are going through. And if we can help you out and just kind of relate and give some of our advice, that's that's kind of our, our goal with with doing this podcast with you guys. Yeah, exactly. So definitely, especially just being recently graduated, this is definitely still something fresh in both of our minds. So what were some of the things that you really wanted to approach first, Brandon? Yeah, so... I mean, let's just straight up talk about college. Um, I mean, why why would a person who's in high school even want to go to college? I mean, obviously, there's the the real answer to that is yeah, they want to get a degree, and and I mean that's probably the major reason. But you know, it's it's a big decision of why, where. I mean, those are the kind of the big things that I come to. So I don't know if you have any. Uh, pointers right off the bat with those couple questions of I mean why why should you even go to college or how do you choose where to go yeah so I'm guessing the most common answer uh people would respond to is just saying money um you know people who get a bachelor's degree throughout the lifetime of their career earn about four hundred and twenty thousand dollars more than people who don't get a college degree so off the bat that's probably going to be the most commonly cited answer uh, but to be honest, I think that the actual answer is just because that's what everyone's told to do pretty much. Like kindergarten through 12th grade, you're just told, hey, this is going to prepare you for college. So it almost becomes, you know, not even a question throughout your entire life. It's just like, I'm going to college. Um, and then we justify that. I'm not saying that that's wrong. Of course, it's, you know, people who do go to college do make a lot more money. Obviously, we've made great memories there. Um, but I think that the real reason that someone's looking to go to college is just that you know, what else would they do? They've been told their whole lives that, you know, coming out of senior year of high school, this is just de facto the next step. Um, and so most people don't even question that. And I think that's the real reason they're going is they're just told, Hey, this is just what you do. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, just the reality, I think of going into the workforce right after high school is just kind of daunting. Like that's, that's kind of scary to me. And I'm, I'm happy I, I went to school just to have those four years of maturing and growing and figure out now like what I wanted to do. And I think, I mean, I love going to college, like Liberty university, best decision I've made thus far. I mean, I got to meet, I mean, got to meet so many cool people and, and just have that college experience where I'm away from my family. I'm out of the house. I'm on my own. And you figure so much more about yourself in those four years than probably the previous 18 years of your life. Like 
it's unreal how much you grow because you're just put in situations that you legit just haven't been in before. And I mean, especially for you and I, we went so far away from home that we didn't like get to lean on our parents to help us out. Like if we were in trouble with like cars or, or something simple like that, like we had to go figure it out. Which we both were frequently, I might add. (laughs) That's very true. Our cars were, they were, they were nice cars. They were just not running well very much of the time. Yeah, I completely agree. Especially like you said, like, especially if you're going away from home, it's just a whole different thing than commuting or even probably dorming and staying in your home city. Um, Just, yeah, those four years away from home, you grow way more than probably the past 18 combined. Um, And yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think I hit on this last episode or podcast, um, but I finished bachelor's degree at 19 and pretty much 80% of the reason that I decided to stay and get my master's degree was just, hey, like I'm having too good of a time here. I don't want to end it right now. So I might as well. Um, and obviously there are practical reasons that went along with that, but yeah, it's, if you do it right, it'll one of the best times of your life, but then you do see it on the flip side where there's other people who absolutely can't stand it. They do a semester, they never adjust, um, and they have an awful experience. So what would you say, like, what are your tips? You know, somebody's graduating senior year, let's pretend that there wasn't a absolute global pandemic right now and college was going back to normal. Um, and obviously we will hit on how COVID has changed college, but let's just say college was back to normal again. What would you tell someone graduating high school about to enter college on how they can have a good time really? Yeah. Great question. I guess I would start by, I mean, just, I would, my first advice is live on campus, like be on campus, get into community, live in the dorms. Like even if it's, if it's just for the first like year live on the dorm so that you can meet people and just like be in that type of atmosphere because I know for me and probably for you like our two years on campus were probably the most fun because you're just surrounded by people and there's always something to do and you just can't you can't beat that experience so that's probably my my biggest recommendation um also take school serious the first couple semesters and get your grades right because you don't want to fall behind and then try and play catch up to get your GPA up like just focus on school but also like have fun so like there's a there's a balance like anything in life you got to balance your your time and you'll it's going to be something you figure out in that first semester of how to manage your time you know, in high school, is pretty well scripted. You know, you go to this class, this class, this class, all throughout, you know, 8 o'clock till 3 o'clock, and then you'd have sports till 5 or whatever. In college, your, your schedule is a lot more loose, so you have to be more diligent in, like, prioritizing, getting stuff done, going to class, and still taking care of yourself at the same time. So finding that balance in that first semester and finding friends in that first semester – really propels you in the future to just enjoying college that much. I I guess pretty much you hit pretty much everything. The one is um, within reason, just like say yes to every opportunity that comes your way, whether it be, you know, the guys just want to, Hey, we're going to grab lunch tonight or, Hey, you know, 
we're all going out doing something. Like I think freshman year, I, I don't think I ever went to this, but like a bunch of our friends, I was no one's gonna understand any names if I name them, but they're like, yeah, every Friday we go downtown salsa dancing, which to me was just like <laughs> the most foreign concept ever. Uh, but now here I'm like, dang, like I kind of wish I would have taken them up on that at least once. Like I have you know two left feet and have no interest in doing this whatsoever, but it still would have been a good time just because every opportunity you have to hang with these people um, is going to be great. And like you said, like grades are obviously the reason you're going to college is to get a degree, prepare you for the world and get a job, but um, make friends as much as you can hang out with as many people as possible, meet as many people as possible and just do as much stuff as you can without getting overloaded really. Um, Because you're never going to have an opportunity like this again, or at least, you know, if you get a nine to five job, that's eight hours of the day right there that are taken away from you that you still have in college to, you know, make memories with people. Yeah. Uh, I actually went salsa dancing with that group and uh, from personal experience, I probably wouldn't do it again. <laughs> so I don't regret not going. Cause that was one of those things. It's like, yeah, I did it once. Probably wouldn't do it again, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah you're, you're- if you have an opportunity to do something once with everyone, at least take it. You never know. You know, like we said, freshman year, one time we went and played beach volleyball and then it turned into like five nights a week for four years. Um, You just never know. And we've met so many people through that, made a ton of friends through that and made a ton of good memories um, through something like that. And there's a million other activities like that, you know, playing pickup basketball with everyone, just going to the movies or even just hanging out, talking till four in the morning. Um, just the people you meet should be the best part of college, I think, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I think my favorite part, like one of the things that I probably overlooked is how much I appreciated pretty much, pretty much every night us guys would go to the, the dining hall or to North and grab food together and just have a meal with like, whether it was six of us or 10 of us, like we all piled in our cars went and got food and just had a meal together for like an hour. And then we kind of went and did our own thing or whatever. And that was, that was quite the time. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Same looking back. That was probably one of the best memories just every night, you know, five, five thirty, six o'clock at night, someone's busting into every single room on the hall. Like I boys, where are we getting dinner? And then right. like, how many laughs and how many good memories have we made from whatever stupid things we did at those dinners with yep. everyone. Yeah. What would you say to a person who's undecided on a major? They're, they're going into college and they really don't know what they want to do, but they know they want to go. What would you say to that? Yeah, I think it depends on where they're at in terms of, you know, age. Because my gut level reaction is if you don't know what you want to do with your life, maybe hold off on college for a year until you do know what you want to do but you kind of threw that curveball and they're saying they know they want to go to college but they don't know what they want to do um so to that person i would say freshman year take as many like elective or gen ed classes as you can in a bunch of different fields and see what you get a feel for what you really enjoy um talk to all of your friends or you know maybe freshman you don't have too many friends but talk to people in different classes anyone you meet um in terms of hey what are you studying you know what got you into that why did you like that um and just hopefully you know if you do that for a year 
A, you can just get a bunch of gem eds and electives done anyways. So it's not going to really hold you back because, you know, if you haven't declared a major yet, as long as you're getting a bunch of elective and gen eds done, it's not going to really push back your graduation date at all. And hopefully by then you've gotten enough variety that you've been able to say, Hey, like, okay, I don't know. I want to be, you know, a nurse per se, but I know I like science. At least start down that road and see where it takes me. Um, but you know, if you've done that for a year and you have absolutely no clue what you want to do with your life or what you want to study, um, like, tough love you probably shouldn't be spending money on college maybe take a gap year and you know work a job or just stop spending you know 20 grand a year on college until you actually figure out what it is you want to do with your life um like when we're young i know a year can seem like an insanely long amount of time but in reality it'll be for the best and it won't set you back too far um in life, if you will. And if anything, it's, Hey, you're not wasting that money and you're not stressing out saying like, Hey, I'm spending all this money. I'm spending all this time. I'm devoting so much mental energy to classes and studying and testing towards a goal that I can't even define. And so that kind of be my best suggestion is, you know, best case scenario, you're going into college knowing what you want to do. Um, but I guess the second best scenario is, Hey, just experiment, see what you like and then try to solidify it from there. Um, and Brandon, you might know this, but I changed my major three times in college, actually. Still graduated real early, um, but it's because I knew I wanted to do business. It's just, hey, I started off accounting, then I changed like to finance, and then I changed to like something else, and then I changed to economics. Um, but still, like you should probably be going into college having at least some rough idea of what it is you want to do. And I think that there aren't a whole lot of people that by the age of 18 have absolutely no idea something that they're good at and find a mild about of interest in. Um, but that kind of be my prescription. Feel free to add anything to that. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's all really, really good. And I guess another thing I'd like to note, you touched on it a little bit there is you're probably going to end up switching majors in college. Like that's what you figure out and what you find out in that first year or maybe two is like, you really kind of narrow it down and you narrow in to what you actually want to do. Like those first couple of years are for figuring that out. I think because you're, you're taking a lot of gen eds and lower level classes. So if it doesn't interest you, then, you know, you're, you're probably going to switch. And I, I mean, we both know a lot of people who switch majors. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what the number is, but it's a pretty high percentage of people. Um, they go into college and then they end up switching majors. So it's that's perfectly normal. There's nothing wrong with that. You're really not out anything. So don't be afraid. You know, if you pick a major right away and end up switching, like totally fine. You're going to, everything is going to be, on track probably at most depending on how far you go it might set you back a semester but it's it's really not that big of a deal so uh, i would encourage just to kind of pick something that you have always kind of been interested in or you know like you said take as much variety as you can and just kind of see where that goes but you know in that first year you'll pretty much figure it out i think yeah i agree so that's how we'd say to handle something if you're trying to decide on a major, how about we step back and say like, Hey, I don't even know where I want to go to college. Like maybe I know what I want to study, but like I'm trying to decide 
between, you know, this private school that we went to in Virginia, maybe my local community college or state school, or, hey, I've always wanted to end up in San Diego. Why don't I go to, you know, UCSD or something like that? Like, how do I decide on the school? Yeah, uh, obviously, there's a lot of factors that do run into making that decision. I think a couple of the, the two biggest ones that I can come to is location and money. You know, is it, you know, are you a person that wants to go far away from your, from your home or do you want to go far away? And, you know, how much do you want to spend? It's, you know, it's usually cheaper to stay in state where you are unless you go to a private school and it's, it doesn't really matter, but those are kind of the two big uh, points as well as like which school has a really good program for the major I want to go into. So for me, making the decision to go to Liberty is I knew they had aviation and I knew they were a Christian school and there wasn't really any other schools that I had found in the United States that had both of those things to me. And those are like my top two items is I really wanted to go to a school that I could grow in my faith and meet people who were Christians. And I also, you know, wanted to go for aviation and Liberty just happened to be that school. And, you know, I didn't really think about location too much. I was like, yeah, I'll just, just wing it and money, you know, Liberty was a private school. So, I didn't have to pay out of state tuition, which uh, didn't end up being too big of a deal. Yeah, same. Uh, mine was like a little bit more practical. Thankfully, I had relatives that went here and they offered me a pretty good scholarship for some random tests that I took. It wasn't even like the SAT or ACT. So I was pretty much just in between Liberty and University of Kentucky, visited both of them and just, you know, the atmosphere at Liberty was, you know, just unlike anything that I'd ever seen. And so it was pretty instant, you know, within the hour of stepping on campus while I visited that, like, hey, this was the place for me. Um, but it's not as easy as that, you know, both of us seem to have pretty easy decisions in terms of deciding where to go for you. It's just, hey, I want, you know, Christian aviation, not too expensive. And for me, it was like, well, these two schools just gave me a lot of money and I like them. So it was pretty easy to whittle them down. Sorry, I don't like the way I phrased that, but you know what I meant. Um, but, you know, some people might not even have the first clue where to start. Uh, what would your recommendation be for someone who like, hey, like I have no idea? Yeah, honestly, I think there's there's so many good schools out there that don't worry about picking a school to be like this perfect fit and the right one, like you can transfer, but I mean, once you just go somewhere and they have, you know, most schools have all of the programs that you're probably looking for. So pick one that, you know, visit the school. Like, do you like the campus? You know, is it, you know, does it fit some of the, I'm sure you have some boxes that you want to check off and, and you have some criteria. So go based off of that, you know, get some advice from, you know, school counselor, from parents, siblings, um, just just kind of look to advice for that. But don't worry about picking this perfect school because it, it, that's not for me. I don't think that's like the, the big factor. And it. it's just I think it's all about people. Like once you get there and meet people, 
like that's going to make that school be at home for you. And then you're going to realize that, yeah, I'm where I need to be. So, so don't stress it too much about like, Oh, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Like just, you know, go and meet people and, and see where it takes you. Yeah. So I guess sort of to make that a little more concise and to sum it up and feel free to stop me if you disagree, but it's just, Hey, have a list of, you know, whether it's mentally or actually, Hey, I'm looking for these things. In your case, it was, Hey, I want a Christian school I can afford that has an aviation degree. Um, For somebody else, it might be, Hey, I want it to be, you know, the top 50 doctoral programs in the country. Money's not an object and I'd prefer good weather. So when I just say like, Hey, I want a cool football team, like whatever it is, just have a list and then see where might have it and odds are there's going to be you know depending on how specific your list is there's going to be a handful that fit your list there's almost never going to be like one perfect like hey this is you know the only school that hits all of these things maybe there is but if there's a list of 10 you know obviously you know if you can visit them see if you like one best but if you know what you're looking for and what you're looking for is a good idea like any of those 10 will do um so I, I remember back in high school, like a bunch of my friends were like freaking out, like, oh, like, hey, like I'm in between these two places. They both have exactly what I'm looking for. I don't want to screw up. And it's like, you just said yourself that both of them have exactly what you're looking for. It's not like if you go to one, like it's going to ruin your life and you'll have the worst time ever and make no friends and end up like bankrupt and poor on the street just because like you chose wrong and the other one would have been like all rainbows and sunshine. If, if you have a list, you know what you're looking for and you pick that, you'll be just fine no matter where you choose. Um, and I feel like that's just should be a weight off of some people's shoulders. Cause I, I remember everybody's just trying to like maximize the, you know, I only have one shot at this. I want to choose right. And it's like, Hey, know what you're looking for, find what has what you're looking for and just go to any of them and you'll be perfectly fine. Um, so basically that's kind of my view on it. I think that's what you were saying. Um, but feel free to add anything to that. Yeah, no, I think, I think you hit that on the head. Um, that's very good. We're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to hop into a couple more questions and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap her up. Welcome back to from our twenties. Me and Casey are talking about college and I think you had just touched on something that I'd kind of like to go into a little bit and that's just decision-making and, and we're going to kind of keep this a little bit concise, but um, it's just the idea of like, man, I got these options and they all seem right. And I'm just not sure what to choose. Like, I think my advice into that is, you know, pray about it and just choose. Like, you have free will to choose. And I think God can work through that in any choice. Like, don't think there's one absolute right path for your life. If both options are good, then, you know, I don't think you can go wrong. Um, You're going to get to that crossroad a lot in life. And you're just going to have to make a choice. And usually it'll, it'll, it'll turn out pretty well. So that's, that's my little snippet on that. Yeah, right on. Um, And that can go for anything. It's just, you know, a lot of times I feel like uh, to get too into the weeds in terms of like psychology, but there's, when it comes to decision-making, there's usually two classes of people. Um, They're called maximizers or satisficers. And it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Uh, Maximizers are trying to like squeeze every last drop of optimization out of every single decision. Whereas a satisficer is like, I know exactly what I want. And if something hits all those points, I'm completely happy with it. Um, 
And when it comes to choosing a college, which is one one of the biggest life decisions you'll make if you are going to college, it's really easy to say like, hey, like if I I'm going to do you know days and days worth of research, I'm going to visit every single place, interview every single person on campus I meet because I want to make sure that I, like this is the absolute best I can do. Uh, when in reality, they found according you know dozens and dozens of studies that the people who are satisficers, those who just know what they're looking for. And if they get something that just hits those basic points, they're just happy. Those are the people who in life are just happier. Um, and so I would encourage everyone when it comes to this, obviously have your list of what you're looking for and don't settle for something that's not what you're looking for. But if you found something that hit those points, stop stressing out because you got what you needed basically. Um, and that that's just in decision-making in general is yeah. know what you're looking for, find it and then just chill yeah uh, st- stop always looking for the next best thing no matter what it is and in this topic we're talking about college so it's you know if we went to liberty and our first six months it was you know hey like i'm still struggling to adjust which i guess i think every school you go to even though like we had the best time of our life i'm sure you know the first few months were an adjustment if it was hey next semester i'm going to transfer somewhere else because maybe i'll be happier there you almost certainly wouldn't have unless you had like a truly terrible experience, just find what you're looking for. And when you have it, enjoy it. Um, and that's kind of what I'd have to say regarding that. Yeah. No, that's just kind of living with contentment. Like that, that stuff you're talking about is really just any decision in life, not just college. It's, you know, go with for, you know, whatever you're looking for. If you find it, don't try and just search for something even better. Like, you know, there is some sort of, living with contentment and in contentment you'll find peace and you'll find fulfillment it's really just an attitude of choosing to enjoy with what you have and not trying to reach for something that you think is going to be better um just just live with contentment with that i guess is is uh, a good takeaway from from that conversation there so casey if if i go to school and like I'm, I'm three and a half years in, and I really don't have my life figured out, and I'm nearing graduation, and I'm kind of scared that I don't even know if I if if I want to use my degree. I mean, what's what's going on with that that type of thing? Like, what if I don't use my degree at the end of four years? Like, is that uh, is that terrible? that I just wasted all that money or what are your, what are your takes on that? Yeah. So um, I guess to start off your first point, do you know what the name for somebody who doesn't have their life figured out at 21 or 22 is? Uh, Normal. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say is normal. So if you don't have it figured out right before graduation, welcome to the party. Brandon, you're 23. I'm 22. By a lot of metrics, you know, we're ahead of the curve in terms of what we're doing, you know, work-wise, professionally, per like anything. Neither of us have anything remotely figured out. So yeah, if you're about to graduate and you don't have it figured out, welcome to the club. You know, anyone who does have it figured out is either boring or lying. <laughs> um, but Um, I will say, yeah, if you don't plan on using your degree, you don't think that you'll use your degree or you don't want to use your degree, um, obviously that is going to set you back, um, you know, either time-wise or financially compared to somebody who, you know, 
is graduating, you know, on time or early knows what they want to do is going to use their degree. Um, Cause I guess your options are grin and bear it for the next 45 years, because, you know, you decided to study a major in college for three years that you end up not liking. Um, another option is to get a, you know, decide to study something else. Um, and then option C or, you know, option three of probably a million, but the third one that comes to mind is all right, graduate with that degree you know, just work a job that requires a degree, but maybe not in your field. There's plenty of jobs that say, hey, you need to have a bachelor's degree, but aren't necessarily saying, you know, you don't have to work in your industry. Um, I work in finance. I work with plenty of people who have, you know, art history and theology and history degrees and English degrees. Um, So it's not impossible to end up transitioning out of that. It's just, obviously you're going to be behind the curve. Take that example, somebody who studied art history in college is going to have to be doing a lot of learning and catching up to work in the finance industry compared to someone like me who studied it in college. Um, But if you're willing to put in that work, um, option three is kind of the one that I'd go with barring if you end up saying, I want to do something that necessitates higher education. Like if I, if I decide to get my, you know, I studied finance. If I decide, Hey, I want to become a doctor. I can't just, you know, start working my way up the ranks. I'd actually would have to go back to school, you know, pre-med, go to med school, things like that. Um, but there are plenty of options if you're coming out of college deciding, like, hey, I don't know what I want to do. Um, we have one buddy who actually lives in the same city that I do that we graduated with. His name is Ryan. He graduated with, you know, a government and policy degree. And I meet up with him to grab dinner like two months after graduating. He's like, oh, yeah, I got a job in, you know, industrial sales you know, making more money than I do. And it's like wild just how that goes. It's like, hey, weren't you studying like government? Like, didn't you want to work at, you know, in DC? And hey, you know, maybe that's not what God had for me, not what I was feeling anymore. And it's not, you know, your major is not a death sentence or an automatic guarantee into a specific career. Um, But feel free to add on to that. Or if there's any points you want to push back on, let's hear them. Yeah. Um, I mean, right off the bat, like I didn't use my degree. (laughs) I went to school for aviation and I'm farming now and I don't regret it. Like I learned, you know, we took gen eds too, and all my aviation classes were good. And I think I'll always take some of the things I learned in those classes and apply it to the things I'm doing now. So just by having that degree, and, and going to school for those four years definitely just made me a sharper individual and taught me a lot of things that I think I can apply to other aspects in my, in my career. And I know a lot of people that have graduated and then they end up in a different field that they maybe weren't anticipating. Um, maybe it's, it's similar, but it's maybe not exactly what they were going into. I know my, one of my older brothers went, well, actually both my older brothers graduated and are kind of different fields than than what they went to school for but my one brother went to school for petroleum engineering and now he's basically a design mechanical engineer and not doing anything with petroleum so he's still in engineering which he got to use what he learned in school but he's just not exactly in line with what he went to school for so that's just a little bit of an example like you really don't know like what job you necessarily want until you get out there so don't stress by you know 
not being so sure about your degree, like get a job after school and see where that takes you. Honestly, your first job will not probably be your last job. So don't stress that too much. Yeah. I, and I mean, same thing. I'm sure like we both know so many people, even, you know, my brother pretty much only uses his minor for the most part in his career. There's plenty of people, even like you said, you don't use your major pretty much at all. Um, it's something else like, Hey, I'll run an experiment. Maybe this totally like flops, but what would like, what class do you think you learned the most in, like you took the most out of, like, I don't know if I want to say changed your life the most, but like if there was one college class that was like, Hey, like I learned a lot here. What was it? Hmm. Well, I know my favorite class in college was space flight but I can't really apply that to anything. I just remember that being the most fun class I had. Um, but if I, if I do look back, there was a couple classes that I know, like I took, it was an elective. I took a personal finance class. So basically just budgeting 101 was kind of the big part of it. And that just helped me just with finances, getting started super beginner stuff. But, you know, we talked about investments setting up a budget and just kind of managing money well. And that was really, that was a really, really good class that I definitely use today. And like I said, that was an elective, so it wasn't part of my degree, but it was part of college. And I definitely use that stuff. If I look at some of my aviation classes, I mean, I, I took stuff on leadership and I took stuff on, you know, like, interviews and like public speaking and just problem solving like aerodynamics like super some of the stuff were pretty broad that you can just use and apply to anything so all of it was was really good some of it you know I probably won't use but um, definitely can take away a lot from the different classes if you piece it together yeah same that's that's kind of what I was getting at um, was for me you know I took you know, between undergrad and grad school, like I took tons of like finance, math classes, everything. And I'm currently working in finance and I use my degree and still like the most life changing or at least insightful class I ever took was a class called apologetics, which is, you know, a distinct kind of blend of philosophy and theology. And so both of us would say like the biggest, you know, impacting classes we took weren't even in our majors. Um, and like, I've taken a lot out of that in terms of just how to think, like literally like the person I am, like the way I interact with people is different because of some of the things that like I learned and was taught in there. Um, and like, it has nothing to do with what I went to school for. And so obviously if you're going to school and you're not using your major, like I don't want to come off harsh cause this is you, but there is a certain element of, I don't want to say waste, but there's a certain element of like, you didn't need to do that. But you also like never know what's going to come out of it, I think is like a better way that I'd put it, where it's in most situations, it's not the ideal or at least like that's not like what I went to school for. That's not like what I went here to do, but so much good still came out of it that, hey, it's not ideal if you're three and a half years in and you have no idea what you want to do. But that also doesn't mean that like, hey, you're screwed either. Right. Yeah. You never know what opportunity is going to come your way. And yeah, like you said, um, apologetics was a big impact on you. And 
at Liberty, we had to take Bible classes and we take, take some stuff on theology we had to take philosophy, psychology. So those are some of our gen eds and some of the gen eds were honestly super good. Like we took, uh, I know you probably have to take the class on this too. It was, it was psychology on relationships and how we interact with people. And that was such a fun class. And we learned a lot about ourselves just like, kind of biologically like what makes us wired to do this or that and what makes relationships really work and I mean I still remember a lot of that stuff today and and I I love that stuff but um yeah don't I guess don't be so hung up on worrying about wasting time in certain classes because like you said you just don't know when you're going to use it and and so if nothing else, it's, it's good conversation and good general knowledge to have, and it makes you a sharper individual. Yeah, exactly. Um, so none of that was really like applicable. I think at the beginning I sort of said like, Hey, here's the three options that come to mind. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, three and a half years in a, you know, who knows how many days we have here, but average 76 years on earth there's there's a lot of margin for error and like if you're stressed out that you don't know what you're doing with your life at 22 just like we said welcome to the club um so this is somewhat similar though in the vein of because i think that a lot of the concern about the three and a half years is i'm concerned about wasting time and i'm concerned about wasting money i think that is like the two biggest concerns in my opinion like tell me if i'm wrong i think those are like what most people are concerned about was like did I waste my time? Did I waste my money by doing this? But like, just in general, like we could, I could do episodes and episodes and episodes about this, like just all by myself, but like how much should money be factored into the college equation? To what extent should it be? Um, Just everything surrounded that. Let's see if we can, you know, in two minutes or less, just give an overarching really high level view of like, how should I handle this topic as it relates to college? Yeah. You definitely don't want to drown yourself in debt if you know that your major isn't going to pay well. So you kind of have to know like how you're going to pay back the money and have some sort of plan on how you're going to pay it back. Or you know maybe you got a lot of scholarships and you don't have to worry about it so much. But you know you got to you got to factor money into it because you know you don't want to be drowning, I guess per se, in debt after school. You want to make it manageable so that it doesn't become a stressful thing for you in the future. So you definitely have to think about it, but I guess don't, don't let it um, overtake you at all. Yeah, pretty much summed it up. Well, I think the quickest way to do that is there's so much information out there about, you know, on average, you know, obviously nobody knows what jobs they're going to get, how much they're going to make. But on average, if I study this, how much will I make a year coming out of school? How much will I be making a year like by 30 or so? And then look at like the loan you'd have to take out to afford it. You know, what would those monthly payments be? Am I okay making those? Like, can I handle that? Um, And I don't want to pick on like a certain degree, but like, do I want to take out a hundred thousand dollars in student debt to get a philosophy or a psychology degree where I'll be making 35 grand a year and I'm going to have to live with my parents till I'm 30 to pay it back. Um, and if you're okay with that, right on, go for it. Um, but if not, hey, maybe explore other options. Um, and that's, I guess, the, there's so much nuance to that. And, you know, it could be, you know, there could, 
so much could change there, but that's kind of just the high level overview general advice that I think I'd give. Yeah. And if you are a female uh, going to school for your MRS degree. Oh, it just, it did it get warm in here? Um, whoa. Brandon, Brandon um, is coming at people right now. Just, just, just uh, putting it out there. Uh, think about your future spouse and don't put them in a lot of debt. That's all I'll say on that. It's kind of a joke, but I know there's people that go to school for their MRS degree. Or to be fair, let's, let's be fair on both sides. There are plenty that went for their MR degree as well. So if we're going to make a note about it, you know, uh, we both know plenty of people yeah. who the shoes yep. on both, both feet there. Yep. But yeah. Uh, I guess my last question is what do you wish you knew going into college? Oof, I can only pick one. No, I mean, you can answer however you like. Oh, okay. Um, oof. What did I wish I knew? Ver- okay, here's, I'll, I'll pick two things. One, what did I wish I knew, I guess in hindsight, that like everything would work out? Uh, there were definitely times that Ooh. I was like stressed, but that's not really like advice. Like I, you know, you, you can't tell an 18 year old, like everything's going to be okay because everybody already, everybody right. already tells you that and you don't believe them. Uh, or at least like, it's just like floofy. Yeah. Like everything's going to be okay. And you know, smile at people and shake, give them a firm handshake, like, okay, whatever. Um, but that's what I wish I'd like knew. It's just like chill out. But then again, if I knew that maybe I wouldn't have worked as hard as I did. Um, but what like advice I'd give is like really like value and like pour into every relationship as much as possible. Um, Cause like, obviously like I knew I was having a great time. I knew I was like living the life basically, but especially, you know, I still remember like the first week when I moved to Ohio and I was just like, you know, I was living in a place all by myself and it was like what I would give to like be with any of the guys right now, just hanging out with them. Um, and even it's like, Hey, like I've made like some incredible friendships, but like, what if I would have poured like even more into that with the people I do have or with like, other people that I didn't get to know quite as well. Um, that's like the number one thing I would say is like, just invest everything you have and everything you can into like the friendships that you make. Yeah. I definitely did all that you said. And I will add that just be good at time management and do things on time. If you honestly just turn in all your assignments on time and do good work like you're going to be fine passing your classes and don't stress if you fail a test good enough is you know a teacher i had in high school would always say like good enough is neither good nor enough like good enough is definitely good enough all the time like at your school like what like a 93 is usually an a there's no difference between the kid who gets uh, like a 4.0 from 93s versus a kid that gets a 4.0 from 100s and it's a lot easier to get a 93 than it is in a hundred and both still get a 4.0. Yeah. So do good enough to do what you want, I suppose, is what I would say. Like yeah. good enough is yeah. not D's and C's across the board, I would say, right. but Hey, 95 versus a hundred go for the 95 spend time with friends. Yeah, definitely do your best and do good work and, and get it done, but just don't miss out on the community and, 
and that thing that's going on around you. Like you're there to go to school, but you're also there to enjoy it because college is a dream. It's like a big vacation for those four years. At least in my experience, it was it was quite a bit of fun. And you know, I'm I'm definitely wishing I was back at school uh, with the, with the guys and and girls again. But uh, reality will hit you at some point. Don't mean to be a bearer of bad news. Not that it's bad. The real world's pretty good, but nothing nothing beats college, and I know that that is true for a lot of people. Those are the best four years of your life, probably. Yeah, and like obviously with everything, like your mileage will vary. Like we're less than a year removed from it. Who knows? Like ten years from now, I'll probably be saying like, yeah, college was fun, but I wouldn't go back. I've I'm I love life too much now. So who's to who's to say Definitely. really? I guess at the end of the day. So if it sucks right now when you're in it, yep. Soldier on. This is just our opinion, and it's a pretty you know yep. we haven't seen most of life yet either, Lord willing. So what do we know? Right. That's pretty much all that I had to share on in college. I don't know if you had any other points that you want to. Yeah, make. I guess right now uh, since we are still in COVID, if you plan on doing it. Like, like we said, everything, you know, have fun, make friends, but right now just go as hard as you can save as much money as possible. Take classes as cheap as possible so that when all stuff does go back to normal, you'll have time to actually use it how you want. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So wrapping up, uh, looks like our next episode, we're going to be talking about the real world. So we're going to kind of compare a little bit of college life versus life after college. Um, with our little bit of time that we've been out of college, we'll kind of share what it's like and the not so scaries and maybe the not so fun and just kind of share a little bit of that stuff with you guys. But, um, that's pretty much all we had. And, uh, we're super happy that you, that you joined us for another episode of from our twenties. We're, we're definitely looking forward to keeping this rolling and hopefully we can get some of you guys on this podcast and, see what your expectation versus reality is in uh, today's world. Yeah, right on. Look forward to talking to you soon.